Welcome to The Process, the podcast where we talk to creative people about their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hugerwerf. And I'm John Lee. And for this episode, we have comedian improviser Summer Storholt. And we join them in a conversation already in progress. Uh-huh. And then I got frustrated, and so that's why I, I wonder didn't if do perfectionist it. could be like an insult. Because like I consider myself a perfectionist, but I bet some people are like, "No, you're not. Like, <laughs> you're not perfect." Like, like what? We take a look at your outfit. Okay, yeah, yeah perfectionist. Not, I do just, not you think just strive, so. You strive. For you gotta self-diagnose as perfectionist. I am not. A I self-diagnosed as a perfectionist in uh, seventh grade when I ripped apart a project that we did because I hated it, and then I remade it myself. It was a group project. <laughs> Are you the group member that at the first day it's like, you know what? I don't trust you guys. So oh, yeah. I'm going to do it myself. And then a week later, you're like, how come I'm doing everything myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why did they make me do all this myself? But it's like, I literally said, hey, I'm going to do all of this. Just right. I'll put your names on it because I hate group projects because I can trust no one. I was always the presentation guy. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You yeah, do me the research, too. you write stuff up, and then I'll just talk <laughs> yeah, about it. Me too. I did and that. I did that a lot as well. People hated public speaking so much that they're like, oh, thank God. Thank yeah. God. I was like, yeah. <sighs> And, like, I would just, like, try to do, like, especially here it's been hard, like, with some GUR classes. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Or, like, I'll, like, try to kind of, like, add some flair to it. Lighten and it people up. just do not get it. They're just like, okay, like, one time I don't consider it a stand-up set, but I bombed mm-hmm. this presentation I did because I tried to make it fun. And, like, it was, like, a, an English class. And I, we were talking about grammar. And I used, like, poop as an example. No one laughed. <laughs> The worst I ever bombed was not even a stand-up set. I would have been cracking up. Well, see, see, for me, with, with group projects, I could sway either way. I could either be the guy, if everyone else was like a slacker, I'd be mm-hmm. the guy who'd be like, just give me the fuck, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll take it home and I'll, I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Or on the other side of it, if everyone else was like a good student, I could be the guy who's like, all right, you do this. I don't, right. I'm not invested I'm at all. I'm a good delegator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I would have to be like either in charge of it or just like not interested at all. Because right. otherwise, if I was invested, I'd have to be like, I have to like want it. Yeah. Just do it. I'm also good at bringing pizza to the group too. Mm. <laughs> that's, like, that's actually a better yeah. asset than than anything because like yeah. you just buy buy. But your then grade. nobody expects anything from you after that. Like the first meeting, you're like, I brought pizza, <laughs> and then nobody's ever like, John, how about you handle this I, part? Uh, freshman year, I had a video class and I filmed the whole thing. I like wrote the whole thing, then I edited the whole thing, and so this one guy didn't do anything, and I didn't put him in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> and he he like messaged me on Canvas. He was like. Hey, why wasn't I in the credits? And I'm like, oh no, no. He came and talked to me after class. He's like, hey, I didn't see my name in the credits. And I was like, oh no, oh no. Because he didn't do anything. Every uh-huh. everyone else was like an actor or right. something like that, but he didn't do anything. So I just didn't put him in the project. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, generally the credits are for people who worked on the project. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, college made me ruthless. You know. Still, it's, I've got. Are you, are you graduating this spring? Spring, spring yeah. 2016. It's I'll be crazy. graduating Hell yes. from Western with a theater major and a psychology minor, and just. A lot of ideas in my head. I don't yeah. know. I've gotten to the point where, like, I don't really take anything seriously anymore. Yeah. And I just want to, excuse me, I'm, for the listeners, I'm drinking coffee. Um, <laughs> I just want to, like, graduate and get on to what I actually want to do instead of having to do, like, classes or something. A lot of people in the theater department are super serious, so it's uh-huh. kind of tough for me because I'm not. So I feel like that asshole kind of just like, hey, none of this matters. It's <laughs> 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 like... College only lasts for a few right, years. Yeah, that makes sense. I know, I know, <laughs> I know a few theater majors who like are are frustrated with like a lot of people in in the. I'm not gonna say names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They, they, it's just like there's like the theater mentality. There's like two different theater mentalities. People who are like very very serious. I think. Mm-hmm. Write write the names on this sheet of paper here. And yeah, so I'll slide it. And then we can have a good. Check I mean, I'm, I'm like talking out my ass because I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how theater works in yeah. college. I I did it in like middle school, but. 
I mean, for me, and for some, it probably does. It sounds like it was just an asset to help us with yeah. stand up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'd say like, oh, I'm a theater major, but like, I'm not interested in like pursuing acting as a career. I'm more interested in like getting the training as an actor to help me in my comedy. Uh-huh. Cool. So, would you say that stand up is more important than improv for you? As of right now, improv is more important yeah. than stand up. Okay. Um, I do see myself pursuing improv more right now. Uh-huh. Um, but I also think that stand-up is more popular than improv. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell, because I feel like between the forums, stand-up is more popular, and, like, more people know stand-up than they know improv. But, like, being introduced uh, to improv from Whose Line Is It Anyway when I was, like, very young, I've I found improv to be something I very enjoy and would love to pursue, but it's hard to find, like, an actual career with that. So. Did you do improv before coming here? Nope. Okay, I didn't think so. No. Well, the thing is, like... Uh, so I'll just say this for the listeners. Yeah. Me and Summer uh, perform right now in the Satellite Ensemble at the Upfront Theater in Bellingham, Washington. It's we do improv. It's true. It's very true. Um, and even if we were to make it, it's like a kind of an extended audition uh-huh. to make it to their main stage. Even the main stage is an unpaid gig. Yeah. Uh, it just yeah. kind of lets you, it gives you like a, an avenue for getting paid gigs at the theater. But like the the main stage itself doesn't pay. So it's like, right. yeah, it's hard to, I think it's really hard to like do, to pursue improv it, it really at all. Yeah, I feel like it, like... Even if you're not super popular as a stand-up, you can still go on tour and you can still find mm. gigs and stuff like that. Like, that's super easy, but, like, there's no really open mics for improv. It's low maintenance, too. Yeah. Well, improv is, too, but then, like... Well, you gotta... You gotta choose your team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feelings get hurt. Yeah. Because <laughs> you need right. at least one other person, but that's probably too few most of the time. Right, like, exactly. you want You want, like, a handful of people. Then you're, like, splitting the bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. The more people you have, the less money you're gonna make, and then the more coordination it requires, and... I don't know, it's tough. Yeah. Can you tell us about uh, your processes as an improviser and how, how it's maybe changed since like freshman summer? Yeah, freshman summer did not do improv here. Mm-hmm. Freshman summer. That's right. Yeah, freshman summer was super shy. Um, I had a real f- tough few months here where I didn't really make any friends and I was kind of in the crisis of why am I at college, stuff like that. And it's like if I declared a theater major, which is what I wanted to do and like everyone knew that I would. But, like, why would I need to do college for that? So I had trouble with that. Um, And then I was on swim club, which was Monday through Thursdays because I did swim team in high school. And so I just didn't go to Tuesdays. And then sophomore year, I didn't go to that anymore. So I started going to Tuesdays. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this. Mm -hmm. I think I I met you. I first met you at, like, an improv workshop with Greg Phelps, who was at the time the creative directors at the time he was the ad artistic director director of uh the dead parrots yeah that was my sophomore year so that was two years ago or three i don't know how that works but um (laughs) yeah that was uh well no like because if i'm a senior two (laughs) years ago it's technically a sophomore sophomore. yeah if we don't worry about like the number years but yeah so i did that and i like fell in love with it and i never missed a tuesday i wrote down all the notes they took or like that they gave me Uh and stuff like that and i kind of studied that and then i realized from that I'm like hmm maybe I'll try stand up and I talked to um one of the parrots who's um a good friend and um he's like yeah just come to just come to a few meetings and see how it is so I went to three and the fourth one I said one joke and I got a, <laughs> and I got a laugh so you just you just you were just a 
observer for the first three. Mm-hmm. And then, I was yeah. an observer because I was so nervous, and yeah. especially because there was so few ladies. And, and it's a weird environment. So the stand-up so workshop weird. is weird, where it's like... Yeah, the stand-up club here is great, because I love getting tags, and I like getting feedback before going before an audience, but like you're also just like in a classroom. I kept trying to push the circle format. Yeah. Like, let's sit in a circle and do yeah. it, as opposed to just like... It's kind of like a, this like gladiator style. It's like, yeah, yeah. get up there. <laughs> yeah, you, or Fight Club, like, if it's your first time here, you have to... You, <laughs> you have to you tell like, oh, shoot. Well, and it's like, it's like everyone's like scrutinizing you too because it's it's like to an audience they're not they're not always like super critical I mean sometimes they are but mm-hmm. like a lot of times they're just like there because they want to enjoy the comedy so they want you to do well yeah absolutely but in, in stand up club they're there to be like how can we improve this joke like what's yeah. wrong with it so they, it, a lot of times you don't get laughs even yeah. like even though they're like comedians and they, they they want you to succeed but they also are just like how how is this joke not working I right that was yeah like, which isn't bad it's helpful but no, it's it weird. is helpful but yeah so I started doing that and then my first show was in the spring of my sophomore year and I, I crushed it honestly Boom. which was so weird because I've heard that like no one really has a good first set ever uh-huh. and I and I, I actually like I killed it and I'm, I'm not that confident of a person but like it went so well and I'm like okay great I'll be doing this forever yeah <laughs> it's like oh, it's wait. it's I yeah it's an, almost an addiction kind of thing yeah, we talked about that with Ben too, about how it's like a, and, and it's a different addiction. It's getting a laugh from stand-up is, is getting, it's different than getting a laugh with improv. Because you, improv, like, you have to share the glory, but stand-up, it's like, oh, uh, it's all in, mine. Improv yeah. too is like, for me, it's like low stakes. If a joke doesn't go well, it's like, okay, well, I also thought of that five seconds ago. Yeah, exactly. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But, but like, stand-up's like, this is premeditated. Uh-huh. I lost sleep because I was nervous about today. Uh-huh. And then you get up yeah. there and it's like, here's my big joke. Oh, no one laughed. Right, yeah, the stakes are so much <laughs> it's, higher. It's yeah. interesting how different the two are because, mm-hmm. yes, stand-up's very lonely and very like nerve-wracking and stuff <laughs> and then improv's just like hey get some get fun like right. get fun yeah. out there Keep have fun, fun. Yeah. yeah and so i think that's... it took me three years to have fun at improv i think <laughs> wow. it told me it was no i was like i was doing it the whole time uh-huh. i kept telling myself i was having fun yeah. but i was really just stressing myself out mm. and then right. it wasn't yeah. until like halfway through my junior year i was like i just gotta let go and be yeah because that, that was like i don't know for me it was really hard to apply feedback Ah, uh, yeah, that... yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. Like, for me, going to, like, improv club, uh, I mean, first of all, it's intimidating because you get, like, uh-huh. people who are really talented and you're just right. like, I want to I wanna be good. Uh-huh. And, like, uh, yeah, I would say it took me, like, it, it was, like, a year or two before I was, like, I was really having fun. Like, I would have, like, good scenes and that's when I was having fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. But yep. then I would just, like, I would, like, go home and just be like, I was terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I was so bad yeah. tonight. Yeah. Or if you um, ended on a bad scene, it would ruin your night. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I don't get that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I have, I've had bad scenes. Ah, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> it's not entirely true. But for the most part, like, uh, like my my bad scenes now are like what my good scenes used to be. So right. I, I mean, I, I don't feel bad. I, I just go out and have fun. Right. Yep. Yeah, do you have like certain things you like you go by with improv? Like always do this or never or do um, this. Um, like in regards to like performing it. Yeah. Uh, listening. Uh, is my big thing because nothing is more it's it's a little pet peeve but like if I'm in a scene and I name someone uh-huh. and then in the same scene someone else calls them by a different name and then you gotta cover it up yeah so it's just like, like what up John and somebody comes up it's like what's up Frank it's like yeah. alright his name's now his John name Frank is, yeah like John Frank <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah or or it's that's always confusing as another improviser too, because then you're like, oh, do I call them the first name or the second name? Yeah, I yeah, remember. yeah, because yeah, <laughs> they the like name. they'll yeah they'll remember that, and then you're like, did the audience catch that? And it's kind of just like like watching improv now is it's so weird for me because I'll be like, oh that that would be a good place to cut it mm-hmm. if they don't. 
or like, oh, that was funny because of this. Right. So it's it's like a chore, but also like I still love improv and I always will, but it's also kind of like a I'm I'm analyzing it very hard of like why did that work or like, oh, the, they didn't name them right away or like uh-huh. where are they and stuff like that. So yeah. like that's very different. But you find yourself analyzing it too much when you're in the scene as well, or are you pretty good at just um being no I think in the scene I'm in the moment, but uh-huh. like watching it I I'm like watching it I'm just like oh maybe that should have been different or like especially like if I'm in the audience like. Um, if, like, if I'm in a show and I'm on the side watching, I think it's very funny and uh-huh. I'll watch it. But, like, if I'm in the audience, then I'm watching as, like, like a critical observer. But right. then if I'm just on the side waiting to go or, like, enter a scene, that's different. So. Right. Like, I'm not laughing as much because I'm just kind of, like, if something is done well, I'm like, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, oh, like, or, yeah. or, like, I think my new thing, I don't know if people hear me, but I'm like, yep. Yep. I'll, I'll like yeah. say that out loud, so I'll be like, yep. yep. Or like, yep. yeah. That was the right move there. That makes sense. Or like, good, yeah, good, that was funny. Good technique. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's... Good technique. Well, when you're on the side, like, what, uh, what is your mind going through? Because like, you, you have to be engaged in like listening. Like, what, what do you do when you're like on the um, side of an improv? Yeah. Scene? When I'm on the side, I, I don't like to sit. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I will if I know that I'm not in this scene. But like, standing up is important because then you can just like rush on. Um, when I'm on the side, I'm watching to watch because it's funny and I like all the people I'm improvising with. Um, but I'm also just like, did did this call for a walk on or like mm-hmm. when can I tap out or kind of stuff that stuff kind of thing or like where could the scene go or like should I edit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's like you're you're laughing because your fellow improvisers are being funny, but you're also just like waiting for like how you can make the scene different or how you can make it better or how you can end it that kind of thing well so. that, that brings up like uh a lot of people want to know where you go when the scene is dying because when the scene is dying a lot of people are just like uh dicks now or yeah, like yeah, or, yeah. or uh, they just i don't yeah. know what or they start doing uh, yeah especially with college whatever. improv that's <laughs> yeah. yeah um i don't know i feel like i've read a lot of books um about improv to because not only is it important to do it, but it's important to read about it. But, like, cut twos mm-hmm. are an easy, easy way out. Yeah. Just, or you could just, like, you can just end it on the next laugh. So the next laugh, you can be like, and scene. Uh-huh. Or, like, you can be like, cut two the next day. And right. then they'll be in a different situation. Or you can tap out to the person who's kind of, if it's dying, you can kind of tap out and uh-huh. then have them the same character and you be a different character. Or um, that kind of thing. Or just kind of. It's hard. You just have to find the edit to do that. Just heighten it. Uh-huh. Elevate the scene. Heighten it. Make it weirder. So if, if you're in, like, a coffee shop and then it's dying, so you're like, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. That yes. kind of thing. That's classic. Oh, my so God. So boring. Classic the most scene. classic improv I've ever seen <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. Good. How are you? And then someone else could come in with, like, they've been shot. Uh-huh. So, like, that's a funny scene. Like, right. that kind of thing. So just something that would be abnormal, something weird, just to... Uh-huh. Uh, Elevate it, heighten the scene, make it funny, make it weird. Yeah, I've also uh, I also read this thing recently about going from A B to C instead of from like A to J. A lot of people try and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, a, no. Person A comes on and then person B is like, I'm an alien king and I'm here to rule. Like whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, like, like that. Like if you hike, if you come on uh-huh. at a ten, there's nowhere uh-huh. to go. Yes. So yeah. the scene will not go anywhere, right. literally uh-huh. and figuratively. Yeah, because I don't know. I've experienced that a lot where they're like. I'm a magical unicorn and I'm here to grant all your wishes. And like, we were in like the grocery store. (laughs) So it's like, how did we, how did we get here? And and that's when cut twos are valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know. Like cut to the, where the first wish took them. Yeah. 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 Like anything like you can, I I guess that's the value of that is if if they come in at a 10, you're like, 
okay, well, we have to go somewhere really yeah. weird with this. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's hard because some people just want to take it to, to Weird Town real quick. Uh-huh. And uh, it's hard Cause to... Because they can. Because yeah, they can. Because they know, can. Like... I, mean, I mean, and there's rules to improv. Uh-huh. And I actually was um, with my devising group for my devising class. And uh, I showed them the improv book that I'm... That I use most often and uh which book is that uh the ubc in uh, improv manual i don't know i haven't read that one it's very good um i would recommend it i'm, I'm really a, a big fan of uh oh no it's ucb <laughs> no it's upright, upright citizens Service. brigade yeah, yeah. UCB, UCB, <laughs> ubc sorry um <laughs> And the improv- improvisation manual, which you can buy on their website, mm-hmm. and I did. Um, and one of my group members was like, oh, I didn't know there was books on improv. Uh-huh. So it's like some people think it's kind of just like this weird thing. But like right. when you're into it, like it's a huge thing that you can mm-hmm. just dive into completely. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So, yeah, I definitely I read a lot of books. I read as many books as I can on it. Um, I watch a lot of improv um, and like kind of study of like, how did that work? Or like, where did that work? Because uh, I, I know this happens with stand-up, but, like, do you watch other improv and then, like, that improviser seeps into your style? Yeah, yeah, happened? yeah. And is that for better or for worse? Um, I feel like it is for better because I feel like they have affected you in a way that you think is good enough or funny enough mm-hmm. to put into your own style. I know that my old roommate, my best friend, um, I act like her a ton now. Uh-huh. And um, and that's fine, but that just happens when you hang out with people enough. And right. um, but I don't know if it's for better or for worse or kind of just like a thing. But you can totally borrow improv styles. I mean, it, it's hard not to. Because in stand up, it's kind of taboo if you're like. Oh yeah, yeah I've right. never stolen. I, yeah. I've never stolen. I, well, I think I think in improv, it's anyway. different yeah. because improv focuses on a lot of tropes. Like you you, you go back to the storytelling mm-hmm. kind of tropes because it's like okay, well we need like a beginning, middle, end. Uh, and since like the details are made up, like the structure, it's mm-hmm. it's good to go back to like kind of mainstay structures. Uh-huh. So I think it's it's okay in improv to like I guess copy styles because yeah. the style is just more of a trope yeah. than anything. Or you can use like the same character over and over again, yeah, just yeah, in yeah. different scenes. But yeah, yeah. If I ever found out like that I did a stand-up set and that one of those jokes had been done before, uh-huh. I've never stolen a joke. Right. And if I like if somehow that idea had been done before, I would be devastated. Right. Well, I think it's yeah. I think it's also it's never. I mean, I shouldn't say never. I think most of the time it's unintentional. Like absolutely, I, I've, absolutely. Yeah, but I've like, ripped off like like tags or something, and I'm just like, oh fuck. And mm-hmm. I guess like, but if your voice is strong enough, nobody seems to care. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, Louis C.K. and Brian Regan have like the exact same. I bit. love Brian Regan. And Brian oh Regan, gosh. but like they couldn't be more different yeah, comedians. Yeah, so different. nobody ever yeah. says anything because like their styles are so different. Also, I feel like every joke's already been written. Yeah. So it's thing. like you can either find different ways to tell it. Or like a different spin on it, and mm-hmm. so it's hard. But yeah, I, for me in stand up, I, I and a lot of people have like different mentalities when like where their jokes come from. For me, I try and make it as personal as possible because then it's like that's there's the least chance that it's gonna be ripped off. Uh-huh. Just because it's like, oh, if it's like deeply personal to me, like then who's gonna copy that exactly? So yeah. I don't, where where do you get your like joke telling? Um, uh, inspiration I from? Uh, I have a notebook with me, which is the stand up thing to do, and. Um, I just notice, you know, I just like uh, my first stand up set had a lot of bus jokes, but that's because I ride the bus a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, like someone came up to me and they're like, hey, you told all those bus jokes at one time. That was great. Uh-huh. That's true. And I was like, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's thanks. Great. That's true. That was, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Like I've actually like been recognized a few times on campus, which is so weird, but also like, yeah, of course I'm recognized. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's, but, that's good advice for, like, just, like, write about things. Like, if you are a kid that goes to class, like, write about that. Yeah. I, there's nothing bugs me more. It's like, that's hack. I'm writing jokes about animal porn tonight. It's like, well, <laughs> what, what do you know yeah, about that? Yeah, like, you if know? you, like, ma- like, you have to relate to it. And, like, uh-huh. my, my thing with comedy is, like, if, if more people relate to it, that's why it's funny. Like, uh-huh. the funnier it is, that's because more people relate to it. So it's like... I'm kind of worried when I graduate because I'm gonna have to throw all my college jokes out. <laughs> because my the audience, bus stuff still applies. My, I mean, like, my audience, tweak it, tweak my it. audience is no longer college kids, uh-huh. and so like when I talk about like, oh man, isn't butthole like the worst? <laughs> and of course, everyone's gonna be like, yeah, that's true, because uh-huh. they all experience it. But then when I, when I'm no longer here, if I was to go downtown and be like, oh, isn't butthole the worst? They're right. like, what? Like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what hall? So is that just, from Michelle? Butthole. Just trying to like. Relate to your audience and then, but also just, like, stuff I experience, like, things that happen to me and then I'm like, how can I make this funny or, like... Yeah, a lot of your jokes come have, like, the self-deprecation. Absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. So that, I, that'll never not be a relatable thing. Yeah, absolutely. Cause... And, like, I don't know. I feel like being self-deprecating in comedy can be too much and get to too much, but uh-huh. it's also kind of my way of saying, like, there's nothing you can say to me that I already don't, like, think about myself. Right. And so it's kind of just, like, if I can say it on stage and make fun of myself on stage, then people will be like, oh, yeah, she's she's great, you know, right. that kind of thing. so funny people think i'm so intimidating and they think they think that i i just got the weirdest sense of de- deja vu and uh they so i was like but this has that's never a, happened to a, me that's before a, that's a glitch in the matrix yeah. oh no um but they're like oh my gosh yeah you're so in- i thought you were so intimidating and then i got to know you and you're you're fine and um <laughs> but it's so it's so strange to me because apparently i appear so confident on stage and like i'm so funny funny um, <laughs> <laughs> um and so it's so interesting that people, like, will come up to me and do that. Because, like, I'm not a very confident person, but I can be that on stage. And, like, that's, like, a, my persona just amplified and, like, what I would like to be in real life. And so it's just, it's very interesting that... Well, you were very intimidating as a co-host of the Western Update. <laughs> Thanks. That the, was a lot of fun. The Viking Comedy Hour. Viking Comedy Hour was very fun. Coming and, back in winter. And I miss it. Coming back yeah. winter 2016. We'll talk, talk about that. I didn't see it when I was never in it. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> The Viking Comedy Hour. We never auditioned for it. It's true. Um, God, last year. It was a hack. Uh, Hack thing. It was a hack show. It was too hack. Run by that guy, John Lee. John John Lee. Lee. That was my thing. John Lee is the worst. It was really, it was the result of me not getting into anything. Yep, he made his own club. You know, if you can't beat him, make your own. Yeah. There you go. If you can't beat him, join him. If you can't join him, make your own thing. The Viking Comedy Hour was a live sketch show that I auditioned for and I got in that John Lee hosted and created. Hell yes. It was very fun. Um, last year I was very, I had the Viking Comedy Hour, which I performed in, so I was on the ensemble for that. Um, right now I'm currently the executive producer for Show the Show, which is Western's film sketch comedy. Um, I do improv down at the upfront. I'm a stand-up comedian, and then I am making my own club. So right now I do like... Yeah, talk to us about her later dates. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So have you had your uh, your first meeting for... Yet? Yes, okay. I had my first meeting. This Wait, actually, week. talk about what it, what oh, it is. Oh, so for I, <laughs> I founded a club this year at Western Washington University uh, called Herlarity, and it is a club for female-identified students. Um, there's a na- there's like this was in my shoe. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I just found a nail in my shoe. Well, audience. Your okay. High pain um, and uh, uh, so it's for female identified comedians to come and play. And uh, we did improv on Wednesday, but I also talked about why I made the club. And then we're going to do more stand up. I'd like to have script writing workshop. And it's just a place for. So it's really just everything. It's really every form yeah, of comedy, awesome. but it's just like. Giving like a like a, a space for. Yeah. Yeah. Because for. Because um, you go to Parrots and like you're the only girl. And then you yeah, go to stand up club. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially like stand up club. I feel like. I feel like more um, ladies are doing improv, which is great, but stand up is still such a male centric. Um, thing because it's intimidating to try to like talk in front of guys and then uh -huh. like if you say something about like a penis they're uncomfortable and like that's not fair but they can talk about like fucking a girl and like right. that's not okay the uh -huh. double standard's not okay and so I wanted a, a space where women can be men if they want or they can not like because for every like five guys in improv there's one girl uh -huh. and the one girl's always the wife yeah. the nagging girlfriend or like just the mom. the mom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that's that's the same tropes every time, and it's like we never get freedom. Uh -huh. But then if a guy plays a girl, it's funnier than a girl playing a man, which right. I don't think is great. So I just wanted to make a space where, if you want to be on this team, because we're gonna have showcases, where we're just gonna do like a night of stand up and, and improv and like scenes and stuff like that. But um, for if you wanted to perform in front of people, you're on the team. If you come to the meetings, you're on the team. Uh -huh. So there's no A, B, there's no A team, there's no B team. Gotcha. It's just whoever can show up. And so we have meetings every other Wednesday. So how, how's the show format going to look like? Um, you know? It'll probably be like whoever wants to try stand-up, maybe some like, and then like an improv format. I'd love to do some long So form. just like a variety show? Just a variety show, okay. yeah. Cool. But just kind of like a, like a night of comedy and like... Uh -huh. Because, or maybe it'll be called, like, women are funny or something right. like that. Because, like, that's my main goal is right. to, like, promote to this campus is that women are uh -huh. funny. We just don't have a, a place to express right. ourselves right now because everything's so male-dominated. And uh -huh. so that's why I made um, this club. Well, talk more about that, like, uh, as a woman, like, mm -hmm. in comedy. Like, what, what has your experience been like? Um, as a woman in comedy, my experience is trying to be myself, which I have... You know, I, t I tell I tell graphic jokes sometimes because uh -huh. I think it's funny and having guys like be like, oh, yuck. Or I told a few sex jokes over the course of like a month or so. And like I immediately became like the sex girl, like right. or, like the yeah. sex comic oh, here just because like trying to be like comfortable or like because everyone has sex. And it's just like, I don't know why women can't talk well, about and then, it. And then, yeah, like guys don't get labeled the sex comedian. Yeah. So it's like a guy's <laughs> right. like, oh, like, or they can be super misogynistic and that's funny. But uh -huh. like the moment I rag on guys, it's like, that's not funny for right. me. But... Or the joke needs to be that much. It's like, you're, it, there's yeah. much, the margin of error is yeah. like, Phew. Well, and it's it's I already have I already have the stigma of that women aren't funny, so I have to fight just as hard to be funny. So like men just have to write jokes, but I have to write jokes and then like tell those jokes in a way that are like funny. And it's like yeah, so it's like I told a joke one time and a guy's like, oh, of course you like you wrote this, right? Exactly. And I was like, really? Uh -huh. Are you kidding me? Like I can't yeah. talk about having sex uh -huh. with someone without being like the sex comic or the sex girl. And it's uh -huh. like that was my one joke about sex this time. Right. It's just like, I don't want the listeners yeah. to think that I'm like a sex fiend or something. I'm You've just, said sex a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm currently like the like the only girl in the club who even talks about it. You know, uh -huh. Ben didn't talk about sex when he was on our show. Well, good. He made some joke about uh, butt plugs. And <laughs> yeah, but see, know. like that's that's um, even more graphic. And yet that's considered funnier. Right. And right, so like right. it's totally. that kind of thing. 
of just like or like if yeah, I the try to the standard is way different. And yeah. he's not gonna be labeled as, as the butt plug yeah, comedian. Yeah, so um <laughs> butt plug comedian, goodness yeah. gracious. But yeah, so it's just that kind of thing of like I wanna talk about taboo talk yeah. topics because mm-hmm. I have even more taboo topics than men do right. as a woman. So I wanna talk about those topics mm-hmm. and I wanna make them funny and I want people to laugh at them and right. also just, you know, talk about things that people relate to and Right, but like, that. but we know from like examples like Schumer, oh, we yeah. know it can be done. You just have to work like twice as yeah. hard as the next guy. Schumer's a huge influence yeah. for me, but um, yeah, because she's she's very confident and she gives me a lot of confidence in my stand up. But um, I like the mentality of like, why can't we talk about this? Right. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, and it sounds like her hilarity. It's not like a show f- for women, right? Just no, it's for, for everyone. It's for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want everyone uh-huh. to watch it. Yeah, uh-huh. and. Uh, it's not like if like me and Kevin went, we wouldn't be like, I don't get this. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the comedy is the same. It's yeah. just different people saying it. Yeah. And it's um, not from like that same yeah. point of view that we've seen uh-huh. uh, over the last what is hundred years? Hundred years? Two hundred years? When was comedy yeah. invented? When was it comedy invented? I don't know. Uh, I know. Like uh, ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know like where, when the show is going to be winter quarter or at the end of this yeah, quarter? Yeah, winter quarter. Um, we're going to start having showcases, I think, probably maybe one a month. Uh-huh. So if, if you're in that, the Bellingham area. Yeah, if you're in the Bellingham area. Take a look. I will have posters and uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Her um, hyphen Larity. Her hyphen Larity. Larity. Cool. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll... I'll put links, I guess. Yeah, in the yeah, description. Yeah, will be like, look in the yeah. description for the podcast. Let's make this a real uh, podcast uh, thing. <laughs> look, at, look at the link. Click the links. Uh, they'll be there. How does improv, because you do like a lot of improv and I you do stand up. How, do, how yeah. do those kind of feed into each other, I guess? Um, well, I add a lot of improv to my stand-up, and I hardly put any stand-up in my improv. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope not. Oh, yes. <laughs> you just break out <laughs> yeah, yeah. and start yeah. telling jokes. Um, it's my time. <laughs> they're both very different parts of, like, they're in, like, the same part of the brain, but they're both, like, two different chunks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I use improv for, stand- for stand-up. For stand-up, I'll have, like, a premise of a joke, and then I'll kind of improv the rest. Okay. So, my jokes change a lot. So, it's like, unless I have a wording that I really love... I'll keep that wording, but otherwise I might change it a bit. I might add things. And so that improv on stage, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And that's hard to, to find out, but like, mm-hmm. that's just part of, of the stuff that I do. So I'll have like a premise of a joke, improv riff on it. And so that's how improv is in, um, my standup. But yeah, standup is not kind really of, useful kind of for improv. Beast. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does a uh, sketch writing like come into the mix? Sketch writing. Um, Hmm. I do a lot of improv in my sketch writing as well. Improv is so funny because you can use improv literally every day of your life in every situation. Um, but like... Like this conversation. Like this yeah. conversation. <laughs> this um, is a real world example. Whoa! Uh, for sketch writing, for a lot... Uh, I wrote a sketch last year that was pretty popular that I just wrote like kind of the skeleton of it. And then we just went and did it. Mm-hmm. And like it just happens naturally too, even if there is a script kind of uh-huh. you'll, you'll, you'll flub the lines or kind of just like make them up. I was so afraid to pitch that best actress in a leading role sketch. Really? Because I thought it was going to be like too mean because you guys no, all play it's yourselves. so funny. And I it was, was like, really uh, fun. Yeah. Gosh. It was, well, you didn't go, Kevin. So I didn't go, and neither did a lot of the people it was, listening uh, to this. It yeah. was basically, it was, it's just, it was basically just uh, every, all the, we took like all the female cast members out mm-hmm. and then we all, they all played themselves mm-hmm. and it was basically like, uh, and the best winner, the winner for best uh, actress in a leading role goes to this person and then the rest of the 
female cast members like just heckle the other person. Yeah, and it was a lot. saying like really mean things. And <laughs> it I, like, was a I, lot of fun. Yeah, and I thought I was like I ha- I like I was like hoarding it for a while. Then I was mm-hmm. like maybe this one. I thought everyone was gonna be like this is too offensive to women or something <laughs> no, or like that was something. Fun. But... And then like we all started fighting, and then um, all the male cast members kind of like took us apart, and the one. I got picked up, mm-hmm. but he also lifted like my dress up a little bit. Oh gosh, bit. I did not know that. And I fell. Also, he dropped me. <laughs> was it, it Truxton? Yeah, it was Truxton. <laughs> I love Truxton, but um, yeah, because he's like, I'm going to pick you up. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, you can try. Right. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so scary, but then he dropped me. Because I was wearing this super short dress because I was wearing it for the previous sketch, uh-huh. which, which was like the date one. Gotcha. And... Um, it was great. So when is Show the Show, the video sketch? Uh, show the thing? Show, our video sketch show. We have a Facebook page and we release a video every week. Okay. But then um, twice a year we have a premiere night where we premiere all the sketches we've been working on for about a quarter and a half. And so this January, January, January 27th, um, we are having our premiere night. But if you want to just watch the sketches online, they'll all be posted online afterwards. Um but yeah, we write and film and edit and do everything, our own sketches. So sketch is also super popular right now. And so... Because um, it's like the viral, the YouTube viral videos. Yeah, because you can show sketches. anyone a sketch. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be somewhere to watch a sketch. You can send uh-huh. it to anyone. And so... I asked partially because... Peter told me I can be in show the oh, show. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. This was all just to get us on show the show. Absolutely. It's true. No. no. Because you can't say no, because you got to be agreeable in a in, in a in podcast. podcast. No, yeah, Kevin, you can totally. I've told you a thousand times. I don't know. I was just making sure it. I have enough time to film it. I was like, I wasn't sure if it was like the beginning of December. No, it's uh, end of January is our first show. Whew, well, I can Whew. make the deadline. Yeah, now. but Whew. we've got some great sketches. That's we cool. have a lot of new people, a lot of freshmen. Nice. Um, and they're writing some great stuff, which is awesome. Now, how how do like uh, I'm always interested in like how collaborations go down because it's always it can be a lot of fun. It can also be more stressful. Like how how does the um, the club work? Like, it's function? funny because we're pretty loose. Like we're pretty like non-stressful. Like if you have an idea for something, bring it in, and we'll just talk about it, and we'll kind of tag on it, and just see like where it could go, and then you can write it yourself. You can ask for help writing it. You can get like one of us to write it, and then. You can change whatever you want. Or we used to have uh, writer's meetings. We might go back to that um, of like a different night or like right after the meeting for an hour, like bringing in sketches and seeing where they could go or like who needed help ending it because endings are hard to find. Yeah. Can you speak on how to end a sketch? How to end a sketch. Yes. Well, um, end it on a high note, Uh which is the typical answer, but it's true. And um, for sketches, we're, we're talking about the rule of threes right now and like beats. And so the rule of threes is um, you have like three games. It's hard to mm-hmm. kind of explain, but the game is like <laughs> what makes it funny or like what's weird about a thing. And so you elevate it uh, three times. So at first you'll start at like a, a one, then maybe you'll go to like a six and then you'll end at a 10. And then um, when you end at that 10, that's when you end it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like ending an improv scene. You end it on the high note, you end it on the laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of thing. But sometimes people will write sketches that are super funny on a high note, but then they'll continue to go back and then it goes back down again. Right. Mm-hmm. So, or and, like. And like the whole point is you want it to be like hilarious right at the end. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got to get to that point again. And yeah, like go or back like. To the beginning. Yeah, so it's like, it, oh, that's weird. What else is weird? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh-huh. where else could this go? So it's kind of, yeah. And then, like, live sketches, you just have to think of the logistics of, can I do this on a stage or should I do this filmed? Right. Gotcha. Well, well, you're like the, pre- you're like the, 
leading show the show and hilarity now. Yeah. So how do you do? We talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Deal with like someone pitching an idea and you're like, okay, that's not funny. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know how. Like you got to be I'm, more tactful than that. I obviously, am. But, I'm very straightforward with uh -huh. people. Like um, we had a meeting for show the show the other day that um, three guys wrote sketches and they uh -huh. were all filled with guys and they uh -huh. were all like sexual uh -huh. so i just like in the meeting i right. was like hey can uh -huh. we maybe try to change our tactic or maybe right. try our approach or like uh -huh. maybe instead of having this character be a guy we can change it to a female because the, right, the, yeah. the genders of the characters like really like 90 percent of the time don't matter uh -huh. yeah so i'm trying to incorporate more females in the sketches uh -huh. i'm just surrounded by men all the time right. <laughs> but um well, and, and th this isn't me like defending it. I can see like the mentality where it's like you're writing a sketch and you're Absolutely. like, okay, it's just three friends hanging out. Who do yeah. I hang out with? Oh, I hang out with my guy yep. friends. Right. They, the write guy sketch, right? they write what they know. They write what they know. And but um, that's why it's good to collaborate because you get like yep. the different voices in there. Yeah, and so I kind of just like um, said, hey, can we maybe try to change this because uh -huh. this is a very male centric space right. and like I don't want to be the head of a club that is. No one was like misogynistic or like mean uh -huh. or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like. For that day, all we talked about was like guys jerking off or like having sex, and it's just uh -huh. like maybe we can try like like girls doing something else or like guys and girls hanging out. And right. it's just like there are so many different ideas. Like sketches are overwhelming because you can write anything about anything. But um, yeah, and it has yeah. to be like rooted in. Sometimes you're like, I'm gonna put a female character in this, and then it's like a girl doing girly things. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a yeah. lot of the times in in yeah, it's yeah. sketches you write, it doesn't a, it doesn't matter what gender they yeah. are. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I know that guys write what they know, which is guys, uh -huh. and uh, I have a lot of guys in the club, uh -huh. and so, um, and so there's a, there's a few girls that come every week, and I, and I message them a lot, and I'm like, hey, let uh -huh. me know, like if you're uncomfortable, or right. like please let me know how I can make this a better space, uh -huh. that kind of thing, and um, I just made people more aware of it so they know, uh -huh. and then yeah, so and I'm just, I'm just upfront about people. If something's not funny or if it's offensive, I just want to tell them right away because uh -huh. I don't otherwise, it's not worth their time. Right. To keep going yeah, on that's something. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you had to like affirm something that's not funny and they're like, cool, I'm gonna keep writing sketches. <laughs> yeah, like that. I would yeah, yeah like... or like yeah, so there was a, a really offensive joke in one of the sketches that we had and I immediately was just like, We have to cut this, we can't mm -hmm. do this. Or like I won't yeah. I won't I will not show this. Uh -huh. I will not put my name on this. Well I wanna talk to you about uh deep Dark, like deep, dark, secret. Okay. Uh, well, the, <laughs> unless you want to, well, unless you're gonna say something. Right. No, no, no. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. uh, well, what we want, we ask our, all of our guests, <laughs> yep. being Ben, uh -huh. um, is <laughs> this do is episode you, two. Do you believe that uh, for like to be successful in comedy, you have to have like a, a less than happy childhood? No. Or, or not even childhood. Just like yeah. the depression. Is that like something that we just often see with creative people, or is it almost a necessity? Um, uh -huh. I. Well, let's get deep. Let's get personal. Let's do it. I had a happy childhood. I uh -huh. had a great childhood. I love my parents. I'm very close with them. I love my sister to death. My sister is my favorite person in the whole wide world. I had a great childhood. Um, I do have depression and anxiety, and I don't feel like I'm a comedian because of that. I feel like I'm a comedian, and I also have that. Uh -huh. I do not think creative people have to be dark. I don't think they need to. I don't think their parents have to be divorced. I don't think they have to be sad all the uh -huh. time. I think that it's because of that sadness that they become a like that they become a creative person or like this is how I express myself right. and it's like I'm very cynical but like I like I love making people laugh mm -hmm. and it's like I love learning about people and like stuff like that I also hate people but I also like learning about <laughs> their stories and stuff like that so it's very interesting I don't think someone has to be 
dark mm-hmm. or have a, a shitty childhood to be a comedian. I mm-hmm. do not think that at all. I think like if you do have a shitty childhood, maybe you're a comedian because of that because it's your therapy. Gotcha. So it's like yeah, for me, comedy is my therapy. I also do have therapy. I go to th- <laughs> I, I have a therapist and I go to group therapy and like, but also comedy is like my therapy. So mm-hmm. it's just it just depends on like why you're doing comedy or like how you found it. So that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean. I mean, a lot of us are sad, miserably human yeah. beings, uh, well, but we can make other people laugh, and I think I that's mean, wonderful. Th- were you shy as a kid? I was so shy. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. so shy, and it's mm-hmm. so funny because my parents were like, "Yeah, we can. We can never imagine you doing right. this." I did uh, musical theater summer camps, uh-huh. starting at nine years old, um, and I think that's where I fell in love with like performing. Right. Um, but it, I didn't get into comedy until like middle school, junior high, when I started watching Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. for the first time, and I was like. This is oh, perfect. That's what I want to do. Cool. That kind of moment. Right? <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. So it's like this is perfect. It's uh-huh. like this is insane. And so, um, seeing that first uh, episode, it was the current one on TV that I was just like, I have to do this. So and then suddenly I came out of my shell in high school. I was voted class clown senior year. Like everyone knew who I was. Everyone thought I was funny. But also like the other side of that is like I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. But uh-huh. I was popular. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. Ben had said something. Really oh, yeah. Shit. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I mean it's true. The the, the it's idea. So, of it's like, very true. Like yeah. everyone thinks I'm funny. They're like, oh, Summer, she's so funny. But like right. I was also oh, home. Yeah. That's on all. Saturday that's all it says in your yearbook, right? Like yeah. Summer, you're funny. And it's yeah. Like, that's all. It, yeah. Summer, I can't. I, I'm so happy you were voted yeah. class clown. Right. Yeah, like, like, I voted for you, and I'm like, okay, great. But right. it's yeah, so it's like, so it's like everyone thought it was so funny in like school. Like I, I cracked jokes in every class, and like everyone thought it was great. But then I would be home on Saturday nights watching Saturday Night Live because uh-huh. like I wasn't invited to like parties or anything. Like right. I didn't start drinking till college because uh-huh. no one invited me to drink. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, like God. honestly, that's that's true. And like I don't think of it as sad now. I think uh-huh. of it as like of course. Right. Like of I course. Uh huh. Yeah. Talk about like getting on stage, killing it, killing then getting it. off, and everyone is like. Good show, and they go up to there, and they all go home, and you're yep, like, uh, yep, 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 yep. so um, you guys want to hang mm-hmm. out, or? <laughs> and like... it's like, yeah, so I, I love, I I love getting on stage and like getting laughs, and then people afterwards are just like, wow, that was really great, that was really funny, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't even know their names, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and right, totally. um, and like I used to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're taking the time and right. energy and uh-huh. breath to tell me this, exactly, and then. Um, now I, I'm finally learning to like accept that compliment and be like, thank you. And then I uh-huh. go home and yeah, I'm alone. Right. Which is, it's so, it's so weird, uh-huh. but like, that's just how it is. So I, I don't know. I don't know. You've accepted it by this point. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, no, I've I, accepted I, I, it. I've noticed that too. Cause it's like, even with improv, like everyone's like, oh, we're going out afterwards. Yeah. Or like if I, I've done like music shows and everyone's like, oh, after party. After, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I've never had that stand-up with is comedy. Just, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah stand up. You, you do your set. You either kill or you don't, and then you go home. Yeah. At the same time, I kind of want to be alone, though. Like, I don't yeah. know. I like to like, reflect. I want to reflect on the yeah. set by myself. Yeah. If I did bad, I go home, and I, like, uh-huh. I don't cry, but I'm very sad. Uh-huh. I'm so sad, and it affects me more than it should. Because, uh-huh. like, in the grand scheme of things, like, I just try to tell jokes, and, like, uh-huh. they weren't funny, which, like, not all jokes are funny. Uh-huh. Not all jokes are going to be funny. So it's like, I just told the ones that weren't funny that day, and I just go home, and I'm like, oh, you right. screwed everything <laughs> up. You idiot. He's looking in the mirror, like, yeah. oh, you summer. Dumb idiot. <laughs> And this is, this is advice I always give, but I never follow myself. It's like, by the time you're home, they've already, for, they've forgotten yeah, about you. Yeah, 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 Especially as an amateur, like, they didn't pay to see yep, you. It's an nope. open mic. They've forgotten. But like, <laughs> it's college, yeah. Yeah, but, like, for a week, you're like, oh, God, that's sad. Like, that yeah. joke uh, didn't go well. That haunts exactly. me sometimes, though. Like, Seriously. The thought of, like, 
I don't know. It's just like it's just college or like mm-hmm. improv. Everyone does like every college does improv ever like improv. Like you'll never stand out that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But like right now, it, it's such a passion for me, and it, it's all I ever want to do ever. So it's like that's all I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. Was there any point where you wanted to do something else? And... Um, I tried to lie to myself that uh-huh. I wanted to do something else. So freshman year here, I didn't declare my theater major until sophomore year. Um, but I was still like funny, and everyone knew that I was funny uh-huh. and, and stuff like that. And um. But freshman year, I was like, oh, like, maybe I can do psychology as a major. And then, like, you take the classes and you're like, wait, this isn't what I'm interested in. And it becomes a chore. It becomes, like, just awful. Just, like, uh-huh. I don't want to do this. And so that's when I realized that, like, I, I can't. I can't pretend. To, I can't settle because I'll uh-huh. be miserable forever. Right. So, yeah. So I. But when I was little, I wanted to be a zookeeper. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> I love animals. And I was like, I just want to play with them all day. I should be a zookeeper. They I'll, make, be, I'll be the funny zookeeper. Yeah, I'll be the funny zookeeper. Isn't that Kevin James? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spot's been filled. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about is, uh, is it? do you ever like being a very funny uh, female, mm-hmm. is it like weird being in a relationship because guys always want to be the funny one? Yes, right? actually. Yeah, guys yeah, yeah, always yeah. want to be the funny one. Yeah, and it's so great, actually. I if love you're, like, that. If you're, if you're the girl that's the funny one, is mm-hmm. it like... Are people thrown off by it? People, yeah, yeah. people are thrown off by it. And then I feel like maybe they're like, they feel like they're a bit like upstaged, Uh which is like, it's funny to me. And like, um, in one relationship I was with an improviser. And so like, everyone knew that he, yeah, everyone knew that he was funny. Uh And then everyone knew that I was funny, Uh but we weren't like the funny power couple because we were both so weird still. Uh So it's just like... And so I don't know if it like made sense or anything, uh-huh. but um, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, because it's very funny because yeah, guys, even if they did, they're not as attractive as some other people, uh-huh. they're like, well, I can count on my humor. Right. And it's like, but if I'm just as funny and I'm just mm-hmm. as smart, then That's... like I'm you know I'm intimidating. Exactly. To men. Yeah. And anytime you ask a guy like, what do you want in a girl? It's like, I want a girl with a sense of humor. It's like, no, you just want a girl that will laugh at your. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean by that? You don't want yeah, you don't want one to like have better jokes exactly. or to like riff off of your uh-huh. jokes and make them funnier and stuff uh-huh. like that. I also am very intimidating apparently yeah, so, like, to guys, which is so I, weird. Cause yeah. like, I can't imagine like, I don't know. Like if I was like doing a show or something and like some guy came up to me afterwards and he's like, Hey, do you want to like go out sometime? I'd be like, yeah, well, dep- depending, I would be like, yeah, sure. Of course. Uh-huh. And people are like, wait, what? You're not just this idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're not just this huge stage thing. Like, and cause I have a huge, I have a huge laugh. Uh-huh. I'm very tall and I have like a big personality and I'm, I'm loud and like, I've learned to accept that about myself. I used to hate that I was loud, but like, that's just how my voice is. And like, that's just how I am. And so like, people are like, wow, she's, I could never go near her. And no. it's like, what? Really? <laughs> Come on. Please. Look how yeah. inviting I am. Yeah. shows are you watching right now? Or music. What uh, music or do music. you like? If yeah. that music. inspires you. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I listen to a lot of movie scores. Yes. Walking nice. to class. <laughs> yeah. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> um, uh, the show I am watching right now is called Nathan For You. And uh, I think for you? it's uh, Nathan Fielder is it's this, Nathan? Be- I don't know. he's this cute little innocent <laughs> Canadian man and he goes into 
to small businesses and like tries to fix them, but his ideas are insane. Well, it's 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 great because basically no one's in on the joke but him. Yeah, oh, it's just like a, a camera crew like Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay, he's like gotcha. uh, he goes to fix small businesses. Oh, so he's like a management. He just fucks at them. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. yeah. It's, um, yeah it's, it's very so funny. But yeah, and then um, I love the X Files. I'm currently in the middle of season your, seven those of the X Files. Yes, my earrings are David Duchovny as Fox Mulder and Jillian Anderson as Dana Scully. And um, be getting a lot of like questions about them. I don't know necessarily compliments, but questions. Yeah. And um, people were just like, "Are, are you okay? those are yeah. earrings?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Who's on your ears? <laughs> Who are those people?" But I've gotten a lot of like, uh, someone thought they were Drake. Someone else thought they were. <laughs> someone else was like, "Is that Adam Levine?" Like, I've been getting a lot of questions about them, and I love them. But yeah, so the X Files is what I'm obsessed with right now. What yeah, you you dressed up as. Uh, yeah, I was Dana Scully Dana for Halloween, for Halloween yeah. and then uh, shout out to Ben Briggs again, who was Fox Mulder. Uh-huh. Um, he'll never listen to this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've never, I know very little about the X Files. Yeah, I know um, almost nothing about it's, it. Um, so Fox Mulder is like this. Wait, uh, is that the show they're doing the reboot for? Yes, okay. in January. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to get a tattoo of the. Oh god. It's gonna be small and tasteful. Okay. Wait, okay. When was the original run? Uh, Started in 1993. 90s, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like way before California. Like, yeah, like my parents loved it. Jeez, Louise. Ah, that show's not for me. Um, so uh, David Duchovny plays Fox Mulder, who believes in like the paranormal and the weird and like the UFOs kind of things. And then Julian Anderson plays Dana Scully, and she's like a medical doctor. She's very smart. She's a scientist, and like, so they like they got paired together in the first episode, and then. Um, they go on these things called X-Files, which is um, cases, because they work for the FBI, which are cases that are unexplained or have paranormal, like, weirdness to oh, it. And then they go off to the case together and then they figure it out. But then there's also this huge mythological arc behind, like, every season and stuff. And then there's two movies. And I'm not done with the show yet, but I already love it so much. So. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you start Jessica Jones? I will yeah. today. Probably okay. after this, I'll probably. It looks good. Yeah, no, I yeah. love. I loved uh, Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. Uh-huh. I think was good. I like pay, uh, Agent Carter. I like. Oh, Agents, I never. I never I like, saw that. I like Agents of Shield. That's not gonna tie into this though, is it? Is it supposed to? No. Okay. No. It's a different universe. Why can't they all just be friends? Yeah. It's all Marvel, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, Jessica, jo- it's Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and then um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Uh-huh. Uh, those three are like uh, Netflix's uh-huh. television series. And those all tie into each other. Um, but yeah, I was so pleased with Daredevil. I watched it twice through. Kevin, I you don't love like it. Do you? Oh, I, I, yeah. I saw. I saw, the, I saw. I saw like the first three. episode. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I, I'm really hesitant to get into like dark, gritty uh-huh. superhero things because uh, I thought it was I got, pretty good. I got worn out on Batman, so I I, I started watching Daredevil. Uh-huh. And I was like, I only uh, saw the first few episodes. It's good. It's, it's very too, good. It's it bugs serious. me that his Daredevil's what's it, the guy's name? Charlie Cox. Yeah. His voice is like the same voice as Doctor House. If you listen to it, I've never watched. It's like it's this. It's it's your classic British guy doing an American, <laughs> American accent, accent, and I listen yeah, to yeah. it. I'm like, ah, it's like every other guy uh, trying to so do it, funny, but, and it really bugs but me. But yeah, no, I'm excited for Jessica Jones because she's a kick-ass character, and and I'm excited that they're cool. uh-huh. they're working on it. So yeah, I'll probably after this podcast, I'm gonna get a bagel and then go, go watch, watch that. Jessica Jones and Last Comic Standing, and then, which oh, is yeah. tonight. Last and Comic I, Standing tonight. Yeah. I just wanna. I'm sorry to get on my soapbox here. 
I could have been co-host of uh, Last yeah. Comic Stage <laughs> with John Lee. But John Lee, but John Lee, Lee said, said no. John I Lee wanted all no. the glory. <laughs> Which, you yeah. know, makes sense. John Lee is a lone wolf. John yeah. Lee works as... John Lee is an entity. Yeah, so no. An idea. Comedians are lonely. Comedians only work by themselves. Well, I was going to work with you, John Lee. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Kevin, It wasn't going to be a bad Kevin. thing. <laughs> no. Have you guys seen uh, Mulaney's, Mulaney's new special? Of course. No. I, John Mulaney, I think... Right now, as of right now, is my favorite stand-up comedian. He makes a joke about Back to the Future in it. Yeah. That makes no sense. <laughs> and I was and I was watching it, and I was like, this, and everybody was like, yay, in the crowd. Like, this is stupid. It was like, the, the special was funny with that particular joke. Hmm. He makes a joke about Back to the Future, and it's like, why is it called Back to the Future? They go to the past, we should call it Back to the Past. And I was like, mm. they call it Back to the Future because they're <laughs> in the past. They're <laughs> trying to get Back to the Future. I was like, do you not get that? Maybe you never saw it. I don't know. Like... Of course he saw it. Everyone's yeah. seen Back to the Future. I don't know. Well, after that, I was it was unforgivable. Oh, have you oh, seen have that you, with, uh, Bob with Bob and David? Yeah, yeah. I watched oh, all of it with Bob and David. Mr. Seen, Show's I've seen good. These They're uh, it's different than Mr. Show. Um, they do have a lot of good sketches, but also it's a weird kind of humor. It's very Monty Python. I think um, I think it's the uh, at least I've only seen a little bit of Mr. Show, uh-huh. uh, but with with uh, Bob and David, I've noticed it's better on like second uh, go through like around. a second view, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's like there's like these they're they have a huge attention to detail. I mean, yeah. Mr. Show did too, but there's like all these like little subtleties, and you like start yeah. noticing it, and it, I don't know. It's yeah, cool. They also have a huge budget like that, like being in college with, with our sketches. Like oh, yeah. I always write yeah. a sketch in the mind sk- of like. If like if I could actually make, get it, yeah. Like, every sketch is like we're college kids. Yeah, it's like we'll probably we film wanna... this. We'll probably film this uh, in our house. Yeah, like, exactly. Like yeah. in a classroom. And like you don't so want you don't need costumes or anything. Yeah, that's like, very limiting. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to diversify my locations, uh-huh. kind of things like that. But yeah, I love TV. I've been growing. I grew up on TV. Key and Peele, but sorry. Key and Peele, Inside Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um. Tim and Eric, but like Tim and Eric, doesn't influence me at all. Uh-huh. I just I think they're funny because they just have the one style of comedy, right? Which is like the super weird or like all of their like videos are the same, yeah. and um, I, the, which the, I think I'm not, I'm not into the no, high see, concepts. See, what I love about Tim and Eric mm-hmm. is the editing. Uh, that's like, yeah, that's their thing. They're, they're they do a lot in post production, and a lot yeah. of the timing is just like weird editing stuff. Yep. And uh-huh. like uh, since I do a lot of video production, like I've I've been influenced just by their. Like I, I wouldn't even say like I'm like crazy into Tim and Eric, but every time I watch them, I'm like this, their editing is yeah. so right. weird and so jarring and yeah. so good. Like uh, the Totino's Pizza yeah, Boy yeah. Th- thing Totino is one of, so so good. But um, yeah, and like you have such a key to like a key to that um, because that's something that you do yourself. So it's like I I realize that the editing is weird, but like I also don't like notice of like how long this would have taken oh, or totally, like yeah. how how pretty wild it was and that kind of thing. But um, I'm not. I'm not a fan of, in most cases, anything that's like too high concept. Like yeah. I'll appreciate SNL, <laughs> just because like. Yeah. I don't want to say mainstream because it has like a negative tone, but like just like that that classic like. Yeah. A classic sketch format where it's just like set up punchline. Uh-huh. Like there's like joke structure as opposed to like. I I loved Arrested Development. Uh-huh. I think that show was. Uh, I don't know. I think it was too smart for television. Well, what did you think yeah. of season four? Season four wasn't great, but. I watched it, so that's what they wanted you to <laughs> yeah. do. Um, I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think it's oh, so yeah. funny. But, like, that doesn't really... Like, Arrested Development, uh, the jokes that they make are very smart and very funny, but, like, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is just cons- consistently funny. 
Um, but the jokes they make are kind of stupid and it just depends on the humor. Like, do you want smart humor or do you want dumb humor? Like dumb humor is like bathroom humor and like, oh, poop joke. But then smart humor is like, this is funny because of this, 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 and this, or like the setup to right. like a whole episode uh -huh. and that kind of thing. I think that community is better than Arrested Development. I love community yeah. as well. And, community Arrested Development always gets smart. this praise for being like the smart humor. <laughs> but I'm like, well, if you want smart humor, I think community No, is community. Than... I don't know. I watched community from season one. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. community and oh, I think it's good. very funny but I also think that people just like I don't know it's those shows same with 30 Rock is very similar oh, 30 too. Rock is yeah. probably mm, yeah. 30 Rock The Office, uh, the office. That, was like, that was like when we were what yeah. like middle school high school kind of yeah. like those shows were all coming out what was the The Office never gets old for Parks me. and Recreation's great Parks and Rec. no but 30 Rock I tell people that if they want an example of my kind of humor uh -huh. just watch 30 rock yeah i've never cool. found that show not funny yeah it, it, everything is so funny and it's just it's so, it's a it's it's a perfect blend of like smart dumb it's so funny yeah. oh yeah it's it's consistently funny every episode's gold it's it's perfect yeah. i loved the new wet hot american summer show I oh, saw I the first episode and I, I liked it. Um, Let me guess, you hated it, Kevin. <laughs> no, I, I like a lot of things. Kevin and I, I don't. Love, agree. No, we. When I first met you, we agreed <laughs> on like every TV show. Sunny is one of my favorite okay, shows. Okay, I was never okay. into Sunny. Uh, Community really? is one yeah. of my favorite shows. Uh -huh. I like. Just because I'm critical of a few mm -hmm. things, people are always like, oh, motherfucking Kevin doesn't like Daredevil. We're not going to go into it now, but <laughs> um, uh, a, a good question is like, is there a show that you don't like that everyone's like crazy about? Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah. I hate the Big Bang Theory with my entire soul. Oh, yeah. Chuck Lorre's. It's like, it's all, yeah, it's all those CBS shows with like the laugh tracks, and like laugh tracks have always felt so aggressive to me. And it's just like, because it's almost, I'm so stubborn that because of a laugh track, I don't want to laugh. It's like, don't tell me when to laugh. And it's just like, like. Do you like Friends, though? Uh, I've seen every yeah. episode. Except of Friends. Friends isn't a laugh track, though. No. no. Yeah, uh, live studio yeah. audience is, is definitely different. Yeah. Uh -huh. I like Friends, love Seinfeld. If I had to pick between Seinfeld and Friends, I'd mm. Seinfeld. I feel terrible because I don't like Seinfeld or Friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what I'm telling you about. This is what I'm telling you about. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Seinfeld and Sorry, Friends. Sorry, I'll just I'll quit the, no, I quit it's, the podcast. It's fine. You're thinking about it's it too fine. much. Seinfeld <laughs> yeah. and Friends, they're just like turn your brain off well, shows. I, I mean, they're probably like As great, you're cooking your dinner, they're, they're you have Friends out in the background. Heyday, and mm -hmm. I just like wasn't I was too young and then I I looked back and like Seinfeld I can appreciate is an important show. Like a lot of my favorite shows wouldn't exist without it but I just don't it's like interesting it. because now going back like friends still makes me laugh a lot but I don't know if I like it as much as I did <laughs> now uh -huh. like because yeah. it's almost because like if you binge watch friends I haven't but if you binge watch friends they're terrible people <laughs> because you get every episode one after another and right. you like see like their arcs and stuff and it's just like they're all very funny I love Chandler Bing uh -huh. I think he's a great character I love him a lot um but they're all really shitty people. They're not great to each other. Like, they're right. not good friends. Right. Uh. And it's just like, but, um, yeah, no, I used to watch that a lot freshman year with my old roommate. We would, like, set the TV on a timer and, like, right. go to sleep and, like, have friends exactly. on. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you it's don't watch like, friends. You just have it on. You just on. have it on. Yeah. Same with, like, How I Met Your Mother. It's just, like, oh, yeah. on I, there. God, like, I used to love How I Met yeah. Your Mother. I thought it was so funny. And then yeah. they fucked up the ending Not every so show badly. has to be Louie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not every show needs to like challenge challenge you like intellectually. Mm -hmm. It could though. Like it could, <laughs> but I don't want it to. Like I don't right. want to. All right, hold on, hold on. I want to end on because uh, we're we're getting towards the end of the time. Yeah. Oh, I want to I want to end on a good note. Okay. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, this Kevin is, just is the first the show that is. Uh, how do you feel about Friday Night Lights? Friday Night Lights. Um, I started. And from what I started, I liked. It sucked. That's good yeah. enough for me. I, I love Friday Night Lights, I except season two it. is trash and everything else is great. 
Uh, Breaking oh, Bad, gosh. I love. Okay, there we go. We can end on that. All right, everyone okay. likes Breaking Bad. Everybody likes Breaking Bad. Bad. All right, we can uh, end on that. That's, okay. and that's our show. That's it. Yeah. Uh, this is Summer Storholt. She look out for show the show. Hilarity. For hilarity. We'll be posting come, links. Come see her at the yeah. Upfront Theater in Woo! Bellingham, Washington. Hit that button, Kev. I'm Kevin Hugerworth. Uh, at K underscore Hoog. No. YouTube.com slash what a nerd show. Oh, can I plug my Twitter? <laughs> yes. Sure. Plug it's just, Twitter. it's at Summer Storholt. I had changed it for professional reasons. And this is John Lee. <laughs> I don't know what your Twitter handle is. I'm not is. on social media. I have a, uh, I'm Amish. You're never going to get known as a no, comedian. No, 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 no. Just kidding. That was a joke. It's at John Lee 271. <laughs> and my Instagram is at John Lee Comedian. Oh, yeah. My Instagram is uh, SummerRain21. And I don't have an Instagram. Well, okay. <laughs> Good note. Good note. Thank you yet again for listening to The Process. If you enjoyed what you heard here, be sure to like the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash The Process with John and Kevin. And make sure you tune in next week for our episode with Jake Betterman. Thanks for listening.